0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Optimized Advisor Podcast, where we focus on optimizing the well-being and best practices of insurance and financial professionals today. On this show, our objective is to help you optimize your life, optimize your profession, and learn from other Optimized Advisors. I'm your host, Scott Heinola. We hope you enjoy the show. On today's episode, I had the good fortune to sit down with my good friend and esteemed colleague, Bart Zanbergen. With over three decades of dedication and service, he's an esteemed certified financial planner and founder and CEO of the Zanbergen Group. As a nationally recognized authority in financial planning and investment advising, as well as a certified divorce financial advisor, he has devoted his full career to guiding clients to a life of purpose and financial freedom through personalized financial planning. His integrity, laser-sharp focus, and skill at guiding his clients' financial future led to him being recognized as one of the nation's top 1% of financial advisors, according to Forbes magazine. He's also been selected as one of America's best financial planners, according to the Consumers Research Council of America, and last but certainly not least, was recognized as a five-star wealth manager for five years in a row by Orange Coast magazine. I hope you enjoy this episode on mindset. Hello, hello, Bart Zandbergen.
1: Hello, Scott.
0: Thank you for coming in.
1: My pleasure. Looking forward.
0: Today's all about, not necessarily, but but necessarily. New year, new you. Or at least the context of hitting the reset button, what we do to get our mind right, and mindset in general. So thank you for entertaining us today <laughs> I'll your do insights.
1: My, I'll do my best. Excited about this.
0: Yeah. So... Uh, we've done an episode early on, and we've certainly done a few of your wine tasting events. We have. Those are always <laughs> dearly fun. Uh, a little a little silly at the same time. A little different in format. That's right. That's right. You look handsome and dapper as ever. Well, thank you, sir. Likewise. Yeah, I'm dressed to impress today. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit surprised.
1: <laughs> I thought you'd be in a V-neck
0: t-shirt. I should have been. I was. I was busy this morning. Let's just say uh, that.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So anyways, getting back to that topic, let's talk a little bit about mindset. And, and offline, we were chatting a little about this of, of, at least I was sharing with you my perspective and take on mindset and that there is the literal definition and, and there is also this practical or real-world definition or explanation that people provide. And it's a fascinating word to me where I think if I uh, were to ask five different advisors that we work with, Define to me mindset, what that means to you. I think there's a pretty varying explanation. Sometimes it's it's um, a response of how I get myself in the right frame of mind. Yeah. Not necessarily maybe the explanation of this is what mindset truly means to me. Right, and right. that's fine. I don't think there's any right or wrong. Yeah. Um, so before I give the literal definition, what do you think mindset means to you?
1: I think it's one's just frame of mind, how they approach the, uh, the position they've they're in. I, you know, one thing that I look at is that you know we as as human beings, there's 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 a deck of cards, mm-hmm. and we're all dealt a hand. You know, sometimes it's on a daily basis. There's there's events that happen, and it's what you do with that hand that establishes what your mindset is. I think you can be, you know, take a positive approach, and we can look at. Uh, the current, you know, COVID pandemic, if you will. I think there, there are those that just kind of curled up in a ball and went away. Nothing wrong with that. That was their approach. And there were those that looked at this and said, "Look, there's going to be changes. What can I do to make myself better, make life better, make others around me better?"
0: Yeah. You know, I'm another reminder of how, in some ways, we're quite similar. Because if you look at my Instagram handle unless annie's changed it uh which she may have forever it said that exact same quote of we do not control the cards that we are dealt in life only how we deal those cards or only how we respond to those cards i forget the exact oh, no wording kidding. Okay. for wow. years okay um and not to go down this personal path but uh that was really solidified in my life through my experiences and decisions that i've faced with and i would say some traumas and tragedies that i was faced with that you have a real choice there was this was 100% out of my control and i can either go down the path of of doom and gloom or i can pull myself up my by my bootstraps like my wife always says <laughs> and pick the high road well, you are from T- texas now so i am so i can say that bootstraps so and 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 with that how am I going to put the pieces back together to get back on track and be in the right frame of mind as I would define that? Uh, I think all too often people make mountains out of molehills. They, they tend to over-glorify things that let's, let's take a step back and just minimize this as best that we can. It, it, we're really in a state of mind that we can figure this out. Life is good. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. right. Easier said than done for a lot of people.
1: I think that's a very true statement. Maybe easier said than done. As you were saying that I'm thinking about something that um, to a certain degree, degree, it's a pet peeve for me that, um, but I know, but I'm also, it's not black and white. So every situation, every tragedy, every trauma is different. But as a rule, I think many people will say, oh, I can't do this because this has happened to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in a bad, just pull one, I was in a bad relationship, so I no longer can have good relationships. Well, why not take that bad relationship, figure out what was wrong, learn from it, get counseling, get therapy, make yourself right, and then go out and get a good relationship. I mean, that's one example. There are, are certainly more significant traumas. You know, I had a bad childhood. My parents were awful. Well, guess what? Right, you know, 50% of the people have had, you know, bad childhood, you know, w- whatever your definition of bad childhood Correct. is. Am Pour I really, a, am
0: I really the nucleus of the universe or can I look beyond that and say, oh, you know, yeah. there's other people like me.
1: <clears throat> and by the way, I just, and I realized that when I say that out loud, I want to minimize because there are some Definite tragedies that, that require more, and so I, I, I don't want to put a blanket statement on it, but it just as a as a lighter general rule, yeah. learn from things and, and just don't let it become part of your identity.
0: Yeah. So there's two types of mindsets, specifically growth mindset and the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset is the one that you referenced, uh, where failure is the limit of my abilities per se. Okay. The growth mindset is failure is an opportunity to grow. X has happened to me. I can learn from this. How am I going to learn from this? Exactly. Glasses half full. Yeah. Not it's empty and I'm at the bottom. Some other uh, statements that we can use. I can learn to do anything that I want. Growth mindset. Feedback, criticism is constructive. Tell me how what it is that I can do to be better because I want to learn from honesty, critique, if you will. I'm okay with that. That's a growth mindset, a fixed mindset. I'm either good at something or I'm not. Not good. Yeah. Uh, My potential is predetermined. My life is what it is. This happened to me. I was raised by using the example of my childhood was... This, I am a product of that, and it cannot change. That is fixed. Mm -hmm. There is so much of that in today's world. Uh, I'm definitely critical of myself, I'll be honest. Uh, And I find myself just naturally in some cases, although I would say generally I feel life. So it's kind of this dichotomy for me of I really believe and feel like my life is blessed. There's so much positive in my life. Part of it by luck, part of it by chance and creation. At the same time, I also find myself overly critical and sometimes more a little bit of that fixed mindset. Uh, So I guess you could have a little bit of both. Do you tend to fall in one or the other? Oh, absolutely, in the growth. Growth. Yeah. Always and always has been.
1: I think the growth was learned and practiced. I think early, early on, probably fixed.
0: Um, but just
1: through maybe teenage years.
0: Okay. Yeah. So and if you can reflect on a time when you were so frustrated of something, what is your natural tendency to respond? Or if there is a specific event, don't need to feel any need to yeah. share, but how, do, how did you respond? Yeah.
1: You know, I think early on I, I would have, I did spend more time just spinning down, you know, a black hole and just, you know, self-pity and so forth. And even if I look now, I've had, you know, in the last 20 years, you know, a handful of, of you know, traumatics over dramatize, dramatized, but, you know, significant events. Um, I'll spend a, a good day or two, you know, just kind of licking my wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I snap out of it and realize, okay, this is what's happened. These are the, this was the hand I was dealt. What are you going to do?
0: Right. What is my path from this point forward? Right. So... You know we were chatting a little bit before about the pandemic and covid and there's all these worldly pressures driven by any number of things that's not the point of today right but it's like more than ever we're polarized we're in this environment of a or b right have have not and that's not an easy place for individuals to be and to process You know, there's, you have your,
1: your science behind it on your fixed and growth, something that I've learned just in kind of just from life experience and a lot with clients as well. And people in in my life, I think there's an abundance state of mind. And then there's a scarcity. And I have found that, that people who have the scarcity mindset are always, you know, worried about money. I'm never going to make enough money and fearful of their money and the ones with abundance are not that they don't care and are not careful but they're not fearful that you know of of, of am i going to have enough money to survive today to year to retirement they're just looking forward and have have more positive attitude and i've yeah. s- i've seen that to be to be quite evident
0: and what's interesting about that in the context of of our world which is financial planning wealth management you probably have some clients or you've had some over the years where you really are abundant in using using financial stability as the metric or the or the measure. However, their mindset was so scarcity; they probably never got over that. Well, here's a perfect
1: example, and this this is more textbook, and it goes to your fixed mindset. You know, the the Depression era babies. So there are still people alive today from the Depression. There were children then; their parents raised them, so it was a learned behavior. You know, are we going to have enough food? Are we going to have money? I, I know people have clients with millions of dollars and are worried whether they're going to survive and, and, and will not spend their money for, for anything. I, as the advisor, have been suggesting, take a trip, buy a car, do something. Mm-hmm. And it goes to that that mindset.
0: You know, it does. And not to your, – your previous uh, episode that you just did was on the topic of really defining true wealth. True wealth, yeah. And I think not to go down that tangent, but yeah. to briefly speak to that – right part of your process part of part of your journey with your clients is to in that mindset probably helping them better understand let's talk a little bit about true wealth and yeah. you can do this yeah how do you how do they respond to that i mean sometimes it's probably like pulling teeth More often than not. Yeah. Like, buy this car. Let me send you the money. (laughs) Right. You will be fine. Yeah. Abundance is your virtue. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting place to be in, uh, you know, the statement behind, right behind you. Mindset's the only thing you can control. And it seems like some people, yes, that is true, but they don't seem to be in the driver's seat of that. Yeah. How do they shift?
1: Yeah. I think that goes back to our our previous, you know, fixed mindset comes from upbringing, experiences, and and just not the ability to think beyond that.
0: Yeah. So here we are. It's it's January and uh, it's a new year, quote unquote, the new you. I I. I I don't believe in that. So I I cringe a little bit when I say it, but here we are, it's January Mm one. This happens every year. I I think if nothing else, it is a time that I can take a step back as a person and take a, take a pulse of Mm -hmm. what went right this year. Uh, what did I accomplish? Where can I give myself kudos? Uh, where, where did things go awry? What, what pivots did I have to make throughout the year? Uh, Clearly, we're dealing with that, all of us now. Uh, so what is your we your process for
1: it's the new year? So this is something I've been doing for roughly 25 years, and it's every December. And the first December, I remember, I, I, I um, did not live on the beach at the time, but I got my notebook, got my beach chair, and found a grass slope, and just sat for hours and just kind of thought.
0: I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. You want to put me on the when, spot. When? Why did? <laughs> what brought? At that moment in time, twenty-five years ago, where it was like, was it a book? Was it a person? Was yeah. it your idea? What that's, brought you to that point?
1: That's a great question. Um, I'd like to take credit for everything I do, but I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, it was, it was encouraged by a coaching program that I was in. You were okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was a step in that process. Yeah. And clearly something that is stuck yeah. with some level of success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: if I'm nothing else at all, I'm a good student. So yeah. if, if I'm, you know, if I'm suggested or told to do something, I, I execute.
0: And I would say a very good creature of process. <laughs> some would say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all back, right. Back so to your.
1: sat on the beach here, had my pen and paper, and did, did uh, a number of things. I was there for hours. So one was to create goals. For one, three, five, and ten year, and on each of those sets, I will state the age I will be at the end of that year. Right. So, 25 years ago, a year later, I would be a year older, and at the time two, wife's age, kids' age. That's all on the top, and then I go down and I break down. So, and this is um, by the I don't think I started for goal setting. So, one, three, five, mm-hmm. ten year goals, and then I I. I just, this was kind of, this is actually, I mean, I did create this. I separate my goals by, by subsections. So, um, health, family, personal, um, finance, spiritual, I think that's the five. And so I break each one. Those are the subheadings. And then within each, what it is I want to accomplish by the end of that year. So at the end of the first year, Mm -hmm. so Again, getting back to a creature of habit, so on and so forth, discipline. So I'll use fitness because that's kind of the easiest one. You know, I'm at you know X weight and X body fat. You know, as a guy, I want to be X pounds heavier and mm-hmm. X less uh, body fat. Right, so right. We need to gain was... <laughs> and I'm nice. a And I'm a hard weight gainer. So, you know, that was on there. And so as a goal, then what was I going to do to get there? So let's say I want to lose like 3% body fat by the end of the year. And then I put specifically the amount of cardio I was going to do, the amount of weight, the number of days—very specific. The steps I need to take mm-hmm. in order to get there. From there, I take those steps. And was Palm Pilot around then? I don't even know if I had. Um, I'm very electronic tool driven. It might have been pre-Palm Pilot. Do you even right. know what do you know what a Palm Pilot is? I do not. anybody? Yes. Okay. It's I the, do.
0: Should I? Yeah. Okay. I've seen There's one. no way, Daniel. name doesn't. Re- no,
1: Danielle no. for sure. Not. Yeah. Palm, okay. Not. So it's. It's the pre iPhone, right? Without the phone, or like the Bur- Burberry or blur- Black-, Black Blackberry, Blackberry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you're shopping, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but the Palm Pilot wasn't a phone. No, oh. uh, we're, we're definitely going to change. like an electronic
0: so, pad. We are, but that's okay. Yeah. It's, it's it's handheld.
1: Like looks like an iPhone. It was the the um, the iPhone took the Palm Pilot and made um, all everything you have on a Palm Pi- on a phone for the most part was on a Palm Pilot, but now you have a phone. Okay, Kay? got it. Whether I had a Palm Pilot then or not, I don't remember. Calendar. So I would calendar in every day. Uh, the, the time I was going to the gym. You know, I blocked out the time. I blocked out the time I was going to read my financial stuff. I blocked out the time I was going to do my spiritual reading and blocked out the hours I was going to work. I blocked out family time. Blocked out date night. Everything was in the count. I hope I had a Palm Pilot because that would have been a lot of writing. Yeah. Um, so that's one year. And then three year, five year, ten year. So the detail in the three-year, five-year, 10-year might not be as detailed. I'm not going to write down every single day that I'm going to work out. But, mm-hmm. you know, the bigger goals, you know, I've maintained X weight, X body fat, um, uh, kind of going to relationship, going to finances, you know. Uh, so that's all written out. And then not because I am OCD or anything. So I would take those pages and laminate them and then have them with me. And I know some have laughed, but I would put it in the shower so I could read them every morning every when day. I was in the shower. Yeah. And then, so that was project number one. And project number two, something called a, a statement of vision. So not a vision statement, statement of vision. And that was something I just kind of freestyle wrote, um, ended up being two you know, notebook pages and kind of took the same areas of, of family and health and, and finance and so forth. But I spoke as if it had happened, right? My business is at X level you know, of of success. Uh, my health is is at you know this level, and I'm living this way. I have a vacation home that the whole family uses. I'm I'm painting out, and there's not a specific year. It could be one year, three year, five year. It's just a time in the future that I'm currently living.
0: Crafting your image, right, of what is present, right. At what, whatever? Again, time yeah. is irrelevant at that point. This is right, and then mm. because
1: it's different time, um, just even. And I, and I think I actually did this on my on the True Wealth podcast. But the very last few sentences is uh, for my eighty fifth birthday. I take a two mile walk along the beach with my wife, holding hands, and then come home to a birthday party with uh, cake and candles and my family. Mm. And the meaning behind that is I'm still healthy enough to walk two miles at eighty five. My wife must still kind of like me because she's walking with me and holding my hands. Mm-hmm. And my family still likes me because they're still they're at my birthday party. Mm. So.
0: Uh, when did that form? That. 25 fi- years ago. Th- 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 then that, that closing statement has yeah. remained steadfast.
1: The only thing that changed, I went from 80 to 85. <laughs> L-
0: longevity. and <laughs> might of, move oh, it yeah. to it, 90. It, 25 years ago, it's like, man, <laughs> 80 is really old. Yeah, that's right. Well, now 80 is right <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> Oh, time flies. Yeah. Do you find that as you've progressed in wisdom, that time accelerates, stays the same, or gets slower?
1: So I'm going to get mathematical with you here. So if you're 20 years old right. and you look at the past 10 years, that's 50% of your life. Right. Right? Yep. If you're 50 years old and look at the past 10 years, that's 20% of your life. Correct. So faster. Faster. Much Faster. faster. Yeah, yeah. Ten years seems like a drop in the bucket. The yeah, days. people tell
0: me uh, that again, just kind of this practical definition. It's like as I've aged, the years go faster, the days, or you know, the lower metric, yeah, goes slower. And I don't know if that's true. Oh, I, I don't necessarily have that feeling, but it's like the days seem longer, but the years go by faster and faster, and time accelerates yeah. as I. As I get older, to your point, using yeah. analytical description. Well, yeah, it yeah. does because yeah. it represents a smaller percentage of your life.
1: Right. I know that we're, I mean, we're both still working hard full time. So days, my days fly by still. Fly by. Yeah. Yeah. Fly by. You know, maybe if you're sitting at home all day, they go by. <laughs> or golf, <laughs> golfing two rounds a day and all that.
0: Um. Okay. So <clears throat> that is a process. I would define that as your process to get yourself in a shaped mindset of how I'm going to approach the year. Uh, I would imagine that there were times in your career, in your life where it was really hard to get <laughs> on the right mindset. Uh, can you recall upon a period of time and and what you did or how you, an, an event, a description, a yeah. process that you went through that righted the ship, so to speak? So,
1: you know, there certainly... I can't say there was an event. I think it's, uh, this isn't meant to be anything but the truth. It's just my method of discipline and Mm -hmm. stick-to-itiveness. And probably my um, uh, unformal OCD that, you know, this is something I'm supposed to do. I'm going to do it. Right. So there was times where I didn't feel like it, didn't feel right. I will tell you during those, you know, a couple of times that that has happened over the last several years, um, reviewing the previous ones is a great, um, motivator and, um, it, it does really help get you in the mood. You've saved them all. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Wow. Yeah. Has it gotten easier year after year? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's not that it's old hat it's, but it's, it's wired pretty efficiently.
1: And what, yes. And what's, what's really, really, um, Fulfilling is to see, like especially the statement of vision, things that are that have come true, Mm -hmm. right? And then like resetting the bar because so many things have
0: actually happened. Mm -hmm. That's such a healthy motivator of positive mindset. Really, I, I I think I think your process, all it really does is solidify the foundation of. Growth mindset. Growth mindset is I will achieve, I will accomplish. Mm-hmm. Having the ability to then read upon your successes, affirm what it is you've accomplished, uh, only further adds fuel to that fire. Yeah. And more, let's face it, we can all use more of that in our life. Yeah. Right now, I think, uh, and some of us are, our externals are forcing upon us, trying to impose upon us, I think, the fixed mindset, which, Where's the benefit in that?
1: Right, right. I I do want to clear one thing. So while it's equivalent to I will do this, I will do that, the statement of vision is it's just happened. It's not like I will do this. I've I've taken a walk with my wife on the beach. I have a vacation home the whole family uses. It's not like I will have a vacation home. I have it. Right. You're It's done. You're living it. It's Mm -hmm. not... I will, it's going to happen, it's, uh, it's there, I'm in it.
0: So, you know, in, in, in closing, mindset we've identified as something that you can control, right? And helping your going through, just like a warm-up. It's like exercise. Uh, well, if I haven't worked out in six months, a year, it's going to be pretty hard to uh, figure out what to do how to do this, how I'm going to respond. Right. The consequences are going to be quite severe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a ramp up period.
0: Yeah, correct. Uh, Having a process to help weather positive mindset, growth mindset, getting myself in the right frame of mind, uh, clearly you have a specific way about doing that. And not that that is the exact way for, for anybody. Sure. Having something... Uh, a way that gets you in that right frame of mind, overcoming that those thoughts that might be toxic, uh, negative in some capacity, the can't do kind of thing.
1: The negative self-talk, that's, that's big.
0: Very, very big. Yeah. Um, and I think there are those individuals that are wired in that capacity where their mind just naturally gravitates toward that. Mm-hmm. And so recognition is, I think, step one in that capacity. Yeah. And two, really, really working hard to create awareness and a process that helps you to shift away from that. Changing the way you talk to yourself, changing the way that you write certain things down, all that will help. And to the point of using exercise of the analogy, probably very challenging to begin with, but the more that I do it, the more that I commit to it, probably the easier and more efficient I become at it. Mm -hmm. Um, Any books, any insight, I mean, clearly this is... A lot of this information exists out there. I imagine there's tons of planners and guides that anybody could go get to say, I want to find the template of exactly the way Bart does this. <laughs> uh, and and I just need a crutch.
1: Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, Think and Grow Rich.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, I mean, yeah,
1: what yeah. year was that? In the 50s or f- maybe oh, yeah. before that and then reprinted many times.
0: Absolutely. Um, Story of Babylon.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I Just actually re... Listen to that. I did that on audiobook again. That's a good one. Um, And pretty much anything by Norm Vincent Peale. He's a great uh, inspiration to me.
0: And I know there are specific companies that create all of these fancy planners. Some people like print still, I would say, as opposed to digital. Well, having the template and the framework, and all I'm doing is following the process and the mindset to fill it all in would be, I think, a big help. Some people may not even know. Yeah. Okay, what are the specific steps and right. how I do this? Right. Again, thank you for your time. Hey, it was my, my pleasure. A lot of fun. Mindset, the only word you can control.
1: <laughs> awesome. Cheers. Cheers to you, my friend.
0: Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Please subscribe, like, share, leave a comment or review. Be sure to check us out on social media at Optimized Advisor Podcast. Till next time.